everyone. Welcome to BB and Budgie's Thursday Night Ricky. This is, of course, the post-Stadium Finance Rally South Canterbury uh, wash-up as, as we look at what happened last weekend. BB, great to have you with us uh, back in the land of living after a, a big weekend down there in Timaru. Uh, more of the same in, in terms of out front, Hayden Padden, uh, alongside young co-driver Jared Hudson filling in this event. Uh, the stars of the show, a, a great drive. They battled some demons, but you know another terrific drive for them to take outright. But Ben Hunt right um, right there with them too. Just honourable mention about how consistent he is. Uh, it's it's been a bit of the same the last couple of years. Hayden and then Ben and then the chasing pack. Uh, do you expect that to change anytime soon? Well, interesting you mentioned that, and and I must say, yeah, wasn't wasn't an overly uh, well received Monday morning alarm uh, earlier this week, but. <laughs> Got some great stats here from Chris Grant, actually. And, and Hayden now sets the record for the most consecutive round wins at seven. So he's unbeaten since the start of last season. Of course, we only had four last year. Bloody COVID. But we're going to have a whole season this year, budget. It's going to be great. Um, and at this stage, we are expecting a new round winner. Um, so he won't extend that to eight. If we don't expect to see him at Hawke's Bay. Previous best was Richard Mason at six through the... the um, tail end of 2005 and into 2006. Um, and over those seven rounds, an accumulated winning margin of just over 35 minutes, Budgie. Wow. So, uh, yes, he's certainly shown the class. And um, those seven rounds combining to 88 special stages, of which he has won 83. Um, so that's, yeah, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. And here's one I like that's quite topical. You talk about Jared Hudson. So now... Uh, Hayden Patton has been the driver to the oldest winning co-driver, John Kennard, and the youngest winning co-driver, Jared Hudson. I'd like to point out I knew before he was famous. Um, I did tell him that a couple of times on Saturday night as well. Thanks for the ride home too, Jared. Much appreciated on Saturday yes, night. Yes, good man, good man. So he, at least there was one sensible one in, in the bunch of us, buddy. I don't know if it was either of us. But anyway, remember Ben Hunt, equally consistent. Um, when you look at... Um, the last 19 events, Hayden's won 12 of them, Ben's won another five, and then there was one to Josh Marston, Canterbury, and Rana Horan, uh, 2019 Rally Waitomo. So, yeah, Ben's certainly sh- shown himself as theoretically what should be the favourite to pick up pick up where Hayden's left off at Hawke's Bay. Um, but, you know, Ro- Robbie Stokes, Josh Marston, both had terrible Canterbury rallies, I don't, uh, South Canterbury rallies. I don't think there's any other way around that, um, you know, Robbie, a mechanical problem, and then an unfortunate little rollover too uh, when he rejoined in the afternoon. And for Josh, double punctures, which is not something we see very often. So got one stopped and changed. Um, and then got another one. And with two stages still left in the loop and no spare, that was that. Was that. Um, so that was a bit unfortunate. But, yeah, Ben, absolute class. How good to see Matt and Nicole Summerfield back on the podium budget. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I thought um, that was a really good drive from... from... Uh, Matt and you know, good to see them both smiling. You know, it's been a it's been a, a tough twelve months or so for them. You know, I think we know the talents there. Just for whatever reason, it hasn't all sort of come together. But we started to see some real speed. Um, I thought at South Canterbury, uh, and yeah, hopefully that's encouraging signs that they're going to be knocking on the door because we know that they're capable of winning uh, rallies. Um, Rana Horan, I felt really sorry for him. I think you know, along with some of the sob stories, Rana a couple of punches as well. One of them was was really. Um, costly and, and basically took away a chance at securing some championship points because I think had that not happened, we might have seen a really good battle going to Hawks Bay with Ben, Rana and Ari Pettigrew, who's had a, another terrific result. In terms of the championship, there wouldn't be a whole lot there, but 
uh, as it plays out, Ben's going to have a good advantage, isn't he? It's absolutely, although we've still got to bear in mind that all these guys have got to drop Aram. Now, Josh, that's now second DNF, so that really puts him on the back foot. Rana, he's still got some relatively solid scores on the board. Obviously, that new car, um, and I think we showed that he, he didn't take much time to get used to it. Um, it's punctures and a little bit of an excursion into a fence that slowed him up. But, I mean, he just seems to be someone that can get into anything and, and drive it fast and good on him. So you certainly don't rule him out of that um, that battle. But you know, speaking of Newcastle, how cool is that Volkswagen Polo of Andy Martin's spectacular livery too? And a, and a great drive by Andy too. He was uh, eighth when it all wrapped up. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about that. So in terms of under-the-radar, you know, competitors at that pointy end, I think Phil Campbell's quietly gone about a, a really, really good campaign. He's scored points. He's in that championship battle. Um, you know, yes, I, I think perhaps when the rounds get dropped, he might he might uh, find that he's got a little bit of work still to do. But um, I think he had another really consistent drive and, and is knocking on the door. Uh, Andy Martin was quick. Um, super quick, and he, it, you know, I think to be fair, he by his own um, admission is, is probably driving within himself with that new car at South Canterbury, so that bodes really well for the future. And I think yeah. Glenn Insta took some steps forward as well. I, th- I thought we started to see some genuine speed from from Inky as, as that event wore on, and I'll probably throw Jack Hawkswood in the mix as well too. Had, had to have a few battles and, and whatnot, but just quietly went about another good drive and another score of points. Yeah. Oh. Jack and, and Glenn, especially great to see them finally have clean runs for, for various different reasons. And we're starting to see some real potential there. So very, very interesting um, shake-up of the leaderboard. And, and I think, Phil, you know, we've, we've seen what we've probably been expecting from him for the last 18 months. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, in terms of some of the, the two-wheel drive battle, it's great to see Marcus Van Klink back in uh, in in the national championship, and a really really good drive from from Clinky to to, to win that two wheel drive overall uh, you know rally class. Uh, but behind that, some some great battles. Jordan um, Grant getting his first championship win in category two. John Silcock, a little bit um, you know of, of a disappointment to see his two rivals because that class has been such a battle all season, and and I'm sure it still will be. But yeah, big advantage for for John to to get maximum points while. His rivals had some some dramas um, in that, yeah, and the um, open two-wheel drive class, as I say, with uh, with Clinky getting points. Um, what, what did you sort of make of uh, what, what's been a really interesting two-wheel drive rally? Yeah, well, I think um, Clinky, absolute class act. You know, he, he really pulled that one together and yeah, he, he definitely started as the favourite on that event, but um, absolutely just, yeah, he, he did everything he could to make sure that that was was bang on. So full credit to him. The battle behind him in that open two-wheel drive class between Dan Haynes and Dave Strong. So Dave ended up second, Dan third. But that was a ding-dong battle all day. And actually, before he had some problems, Peter Farrell was right at, right in there too. So the battle for, I, I don't know how many more events we'll see Clinky at this year, but the battle between those remaining contenders is going to be fascinating as the rest of the season goes on. You know, I think that's going to be really exciting. Um, yeah, the historics... Real shame for, for Jonesy and, and Shane Merlin. Not quite sure what happened to, to Shane's car just yet. Jonesy um, sounds like a, a bit of a, a failure in the engine, so that's a real shame. I'm pretty that. sure it was the same for Shane as well. You know, he dropped he was down a cylinder at the end of special stage one, and they were battling dramas and obviously never got out of two. It's probably a bit of an expensive weekend in the historic mm. field then, unfortunately. But um, And, hey, the category uh, two, the NZRC two-wheel drive class, 
So basically, since that class turned up in 2007, which was Group N two-wheel drive back then, this is the first time anything that's not a Ford Fiesta has won that class. There's a useless little stat for you. Um, great, great drive by Jordan. Um, he's been on it all season. And, and I think when Jackson turned up at, at Fongaray and, and um, sort of showed everyone how it was done, he, you know, um, Jordan had fought so hard to catch up to, to Dylan Thompson, who's been the, the yardstick in that class. Um, and <laughs> I think Jordan was thinking, what the hell do I have to do to actually win a, win a, a round of this? So um, full credit to him because he drove so well. He kept the pressure on. Um, unfortunately, a mistake for Jackson. And, and we had a little bit of a look around that car um, while Jared was driving us home on um, Sunday morning if we're being realistic. And um, yeah, there's, a, there's a fair bit of damage on that. So hopefully we'll see them back again this year. This is, you know, there's so much uh, to be excited about with, with Jackson Clendon in that rally for Fiesta. Uh, full credit to um, to um, Jordan Grant. Yeah, great drive. Um, and Charlie Evans actually got up in front of, of Dylan Thompson too. So he's proving he, he's um, fallible. Um, Dylan. Man, he had a hell of a moment, didn't he? Through through the Ford and early on, and I think we might put that clip in here if you're listening on the podcast. Sorry, you should watch the the video. But uh, three hundred Ford, okay, one hundred bump six right minus close. Now, well kept, well kept. That was a hell of a moment. Like he, how he got away with that, I don't know. <laughs> but um, and you know, Bryn Jones was was right in amongst it too. Unfortunately, a puncture for him. Um, so you know, Lucas Ramsey getting up to to fourth. But that battle, I was just looking back through some of the times before we went on air between him and JP Vandermeer. Yeah, they were five stages in and ten seconds apart. And by that stage, twice they'd been within a second of each other. You know, that that was a real good ding dong battle that's been going on all year between those guys. So that's yeah. You know, Right across the two-wheel drive field, there's just such intense competition. You know, and, okay, it's not the big, big show, but these guys, for these guys, it's just as important. And, and you know, the, the quality of the, the competition and the, the excitement around it is is just as big as, as the four-wheel drive class. Yeah, absolutely, no question. And you know, one of the you know a couple of championships there to, to really keep an eye on heading to Hawks Bay, mate. The the rally challenge, the one day rally challenge, um, two standout performances. One in the four wheel drives, one in the two wheel drives. Um, sort of probably belies how competitive those championships are. But Jeff Ward was outstanding, um, and some some really encouraging signs for a guy who's still getting used to a new car. Um, top ten result overall, and and uh, and wins the four wheel drive. Rally Challenge class, and then um, Jonty Brenzel again, just showcasing how good he is with a, a dominant win in the two-wheel drive class. Uh, how impressive were those two drives in particular, BB? Absolutely, uh, um, Jonty's a class act. Um, and when you look at the results in that class, too, real shame for Sam Byrne, who's been Mister Consistent for you know a year and a half, and it's been you know Mister Consistent's with you know Duncan McCross, he was second DNF in a row too. So I don't know what's What's quite going on there? The whole world's turned, but you know, um, Jonty was just, just spe- he's spectacular. You know, he's always he's waving to us while we're on the live stream. He's just he's just so excited about his rallying, and, and man, he's a hard charger. Like Dash, pretty um, pretty damn brave <laughs> sitting in alongside there, but they um, they do a great job. So kudos to them, uh, Jeff. I, I don't know 
what you can say about Jeff because he really is just a bloke that turns up for some fun and he is going seriously quick in that car. Yeah, they've got that thing nailed. Like Sean Haggerty, he was more than two minutes ahead of him and Sean is Sean's a seriously quick peddler. It's you know, yeah. no mean feat. Um, bit of a shame that Sean was the only Group A car there. Um, but well done to him on, on that class win as well as second in the Rally Challenge. Um, Paul Cross, great to see one of the eight sixes up on, on the podium too. You know, it's great to actually see Paul in the championship after a false start at, at Otago. And he then had to have a last-minute co-driver change when Janie Blair came down crook. So, um, yeah, you know, I think that, that Rally Challenge class, it probably lacked a little bit of the depth that we would normally see. But the competition right through, you know, Steve Cox and, and Dave Wallace, 5.8 seconds apart by the end of the rally, you know, and Amy Keeley wasn't that far behind either. So um, I think by the time we get to um, to Hawke's Bay, that, that's going to be a pretty exciting battle again. You throw a couple more of the North Islanders in there and, um, yeah, yeah, the show keeps getting better and better. Yeah, that, that championship is well-placed. I mean, yeah, the results on the weekend probably... Uh, don't show just how competitive it's going to be. You, you mentioned there Dave Seavers and Hayden McKenzie not, um, you know, not going down from from the north who were very impressive at Whangarei. And then you think what Jeff Ward's done um, at Otago and now at South Canterbury, it's the championship really is set up. It's going to be uh, an outstanding finish. Uh, mate, just anything else that, that caught your eye across um, what was a, a really successful event again? Um, you know, hat tip to the to the organisers for running, um, you know, one of the best rallies in the championship. The weather was great again. Uh, anything else to catch your eye? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just really interesting now. I'm just going through. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to lie. I've got a cheat sheet there. Um, going through some of the points battles at the moment. And, you know, okay, yes, there's drop around to, to take into it. But there's, um, there's a whole heap going on. Um, so I think that, that might be a story for you, Budgie, in the coming weeks as to who sits where and, and who can progress how and, and all these sorts of things as, as the championship goes on. Um, really, the yeah, Hayden's got a reasonably strong lead in in the overall championship, and and John Silcox sitting pretty strong in in the historics. But other than that, no, yeah, there's there's still battles galore, and uh, I I just can't wait to see how it all plays out. Yeah, we obviously know there's there's going to be a little bit of water to go under the bridge too. Will we see Hayden Patton? Uh, back in the championship as such for the rest of the year. I mean, he's scored a, a maximum points through the first three rounds, but you know we think it's unlikely we'll see him at Hawke's Bay. And then, fingers crossed, we see him in a Rally 1 car at Rally New Zealand. And if, if that's the case, that really opens the championship up. He, he's still a serious contender, um, but it gives the, the chasing pack a shot at it. So, yeah, everything to play for going to Hawke's Bay. It, absolutely. I mean, so j- just for those that don't probably follow the rules as closely as as we do, uh, if Hayden is in a Rally 1, a, work, a works car, which I know that they are trying to do. Um, but obviously there's a lot of factors that need to come together. It means he can't score points in the championship. If he does bring the Rally 2 car or R5 car down, he will score championship points as well as those WRC2 championship points. Um, if he doesn't score points, then this drop around things really hurt him because it's one less chance to put more points on the board in front of everyone else. So there's a lot hanging in the balance here. Um, and that rally, Repco Rally New Zealand is going to be a tough event. And you can't drop those rounds, especially the Friday route from what we're hearing is going to be torturous. Yeah? Brutal, yeah. Yeah, it could be an absolute, to quote your mate Mark Scaife, a championship-defining moment. Uh, I think it's it's a given that the championship 
almost every class will come down to Repco Rally New Zealand. And, and it's the way we hoped it would be. It's probably what fans will want to see and it's going to be great for the championship. So, yeah, we set up, had a couple of rough years with COVID and, and interruptions and whatnot, but I think um, we're gonna, it's going to bear some fruit because we're, we're in for a, an absolute cracking finish to, to 2022. Uh, we can read all about it. Um, plenty of uh, wash-ups to come out of it uh, this week and uh, heading into the coming weeks as we build up towards Hawks Bay. You can follow us uh, on the New Zealand Rally Championship Facebook page and um, look forward to seeing you up north in, the, in a week or so. Yeah, can't wait. Non-championship Rally of the North. I think we'll go up there for a bit of a bit of a nosy and see what's, what's going on in the far north. Um, Lots of championship cars there. Lots of championship cars there, and uh, we might try and see if we can drag one or two more along for the ride. But um, yeah, that, that's going to be a pretty pretty cool one to have a look at. So hopefully, we might even might even be able to bring you a little bit of something to watch from there. But um, we'll just see how that plays out. Um, but until then, guys, enjoy your long weekend, Budgie. I'm sure you're ready to uh, knock back a couple of Z's and catch up after what's been a, a pretty frantic week, um, downloading a, a pretty hectic weekend. Absolutely. Yep. No, look forward to it and we'll do it all again next week. Until then, we'll see you next week.